You are now listening to 24 Hours from Greatness. Yup, it's your boy KD, and you are now tuned into 24 Hours from Greatness podcast. Back for another week of greatness. Thank you guys and gals once again for tuning in another week. Hope everybody out there is staying safe. Y'all know we got these new variants and strains running rapid. So please, please stay safe out there with your families, friends, and loved ones, man. I told y'all, I predicted weeks and weeks ago, I told y'all, Summertime, it was going to get crazy, man. I called it. Just, you know, hey, keep popping your elderberries. Keep taking your one-a-day men or women. Whatever you doing to, you know, maintain an optimal level of health and functioning. Keep doing that because it looks like it's about to get crazy out here. But it is what it is, man. Congrats to... The Bucks, man, did y'all see this happening? The Bucks winning this championship? I know I didn't, man. Giannis is a phenomenal player, but I just did not see the Bucks winning back when the season started, man. To be honest, I stopped watching the playoffs. I lost motivation to even watch after the Brooklyn Nets got eliminated. I'm just like, all the good teams is getting hurt. I I can't motivate myself to find a link on the internet because like I said before y'all know I don't have cable so I gotta search the web to find links to even stream these live games and I couldn't even motivate myself to go find the Suns or Bucks game man uh man somebody if y'all see CP3 in the streets give him a hug man because he needs it like all the vets all the old heads they was rooting for him they was pulling for him cp3 finally gonna get over the hill ah not quite man look man everybody come over to la la lakers man look if you don't like where you at right now look come over to la man win one more ring with lebron ad maybe it's all good though man shout out to them as y'all probably figured it out, my man, my main man, Harry, is not in the studio today. If y'all been paying attention to the episode, he got a lot going on, so he could not, unfortunately, be here. And I am so upset because I could not wait to debate him on this topic that we're going to discuss today because he hit me up this past weekend. Dog, the movie was this, the movie was that. Harry loved the movie Space Jam. It's been about a week since the movie came out. So, spoilers alert ahead. If you have not watched Space Jam 2 Legacy yet, now is the time for you to click off, go to the movies, go to HBO Max, go play that movie, then come hop back on here. Cause it's about to be a bunch of spoilers ahead. Alright. So the movie been out about a week. That's plenty enough time for y'all to have gotten y'all movie tickets or checked it out by now. But 
in case y'all haven't, because, you know, life is busy, life is crazy, it's all good, but, I'm at least share my movie review, you know, it's not a movie review podcast, but, just because of the cultural phenomenon that Space Jam has been the last 25 years, I think it is just imperative that we give it the attention that it deserves and needs for just some very good reasons and i'm gonna unpack that on today's episode so sit back grab your snacks grab your popcorn if you guys agree with me look drop some comments on the page on the pod wherever let me know yo kd you's wild you's tripping or yo kd i got a hair harry's tape because like i said when we record again we definitely gonna hear you know harry's pros and cons because as i said harry loved the movie so you know already i'm gonna just give y'all how i feel about it and i'm gonna just say it already a lot of people feel how i feel man so let's start at the beginning I don't know where you were back in 1996. The first time you watched Space Jam, how it made you feel, how it made you feel, you know, watching one of the greatest players of our generation or of all time, you know, be on the big screen for the first time and, you know, balling out with characters who you watch on Cartoon Network or what was it uh, WB whatever every day and you know for me as a kid you know I'm watching Looney Tunes all the time back then because I was six years old I was six years old in 96 you know that's what I did then you tie in cartoons with sports who's ever done that brilliant idea and we all Loved it. Now, on the grand scheme of things, was Space Jam Titanic? No. Was it a good movie? A classic movie? I say, you know, what is a classic movie, first of all? Because you got a bunch of movies, but all movies are not classics. I think what makes a movie a classic, if you are just scrolling through channels, you catch a movie in the middle, close to the end. It might be the beginning. Nothing's on TV. You click on it, and you watch that thing all the way through once again for the 49th time. It's a classic. Space Jam 1 was definitely a classic, man. Which brings me to today, 2021, man. 25 years in the making. And I must say, man, I must say, sorry, not sorry, man. Space Jam 2 was a disappointment. It, I, I mean, I had no expectations watching the movie, but it still was below average in my perspective. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, sure, you get a different experience when you're at the movies. Me, I checked it out on HBO Max. I was on the couch. You know, I had time to 
pause it a few times, rewind, go to the kitchen, make some food, get some drinks, come back, finish it. The baby start crying, pause it again. Somebody using the microwave, pause it. So totally different experience. I realized, you know, watching it at home versus actually being in the theaters with that surround sound, you know, the dark room, the movie effects, the the lights, camera, the magic, all that. So I get all that. But I'm still sticking with my guns, man. So let's get into it without further ado, man. Malcolm D. Lee was director of Space Jam 2. Now, for those of you who do not know Malcolm D. Lee, he is a well, well accomplished director who has directed movies like Girls Trip, Scary Movie 5, Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins, The Best Man, and The Best Man Holiday, and Roll Bounce. So all pretty well recognizable movies that most of us know or have seen before. Good director. I don't know what happened with this movie. Again, everyone is not going to be a home run. LeBron James and a couple others were executive producers of this movie. You know, I think, you know, LeBron James is part of the reason why he went to L.A. He wanted to get into film and production. He's early in the game. So, again, I, I get it. You know, LeBron James is going to get better. This is going to be a building block for LeBron James as he continues to just be an executive producer in films, TV shows, and movies. So, I just really chalk some of this up to just being an amateur at this. And, you know, some of the proof is in the pudding because there's no way they let some of this stuff go. And everybody was okay with it. I think, like, yo, when I was back in college, like, 2011, 2012, like, we all was hearing rumors about a Space Jam 2 coming out. And everybody always was saying they're going to do LeBron James. They're going to be LeBron James. Like, that was the rumors. So, for at least a decade, this movie has had nothing but hype and high expectations building and I just think because of all those things they did so much or tried to do so much that they end up just missing the mark man whereas Space Jam won the original it was more on less is more this should have really been called server jam because The movie wasn't even in space. They was inside some computer room or some type of modem. Everybody in the world who was then, I mean, it wasn't even in space this time. Um, Don Cheadle as a villain. You know, Don Cheadle is a phenomenal actor. Oscar, Oscar winning Don Cheadle. Ah, I just didn't love him as a villain. I don't know, man. I just, he like showed his hand the whole movie. There was no plot twist. We knew what he wanted from the gate. You know, it was just, I mean, 
it was like nothing really creative about it he was just this ai character as we've seen different type of ai characters and stuff take over and turn on the humans and he just wanted to use lebron james to get out and show the world you know who he was i'm like dog couldn't y'all went about this a different type of way instead of taking his son hostage and you know deleting characters or keeping everybody in the computer i'm like how is that gonna help your cause i i guess though man but again i didn't like don cheeto as the villain in this movie it like really didn't sell to me him as this evil uh ai uh but let me back up let me back up make no doubt about this this movie space jam is for kids so as an adult now you know again this ain't for us y'all this ain't even for us so i know part of their marketing scheme was to get the adults from 25 years ago on that nostalgia trip you know some of us thought we was gonna get some of that nostalgia that space jam uh special water that mj water nah man like i said this is for they definitely tried to do a modern flip which i get like i said i saw all the efforts that they made and you know kudos for that you know you can't stay in 25 you can't go back and create recreate this they just should have i don't know went about it differently and i'm gonna tell y'all how i think they would have they should have went about this when i get finished with you know my full unpacking of this so you know they try to modernize it you know all these kids nowadays is all on the technology using apps and all that so i get their concept of this it was a little uh 2k-ish with the scanning the players um basically space jam 2 lebron james is trying to save his son from this evil villain don Cheadle, and he has to beat his son in a basketball game against these the goon squad these um characters that he like made up that are like based on WNBA players and other players from the NBA like Damian Lillard and uh Clay Thompson and some other guys and what John Cheadle plan was everybody who like follows LeBron James because LeBron James got like I don't know how many followers probably 100 million everybody who like followed him like he zaps into the game and is gonna hold them hostage so LeBron James like has to win this game or everybody's gonna be trapped there so that's basically the plot of the whole movie LeBron James is trying to rescue his son from this evil AI device and this all stems from you know the AI guy setting up this meeting to like have LeBron James market for Warner Brothers basically Warner 3000 I think that's his name and LeBron James is like nah it's dumb and the AI character like gets upset and concocts this plan to like just kidnap everybody 
So that's the movie in 60 seconds. Boom, done. But Space Jam 2 has like mad references and stuff from like WB. Like how they set everything up. Like when LeBron James goes into the server verse, I'll say. Because he doesn't go into space, like I said. There's no, there's none of the characters there except um, Bugs Bunny. Basically, all the all the characters have deserted Looney Town, and Bugs and LeBron just go through all these different planets and worlds, trying to find the original basketball team so they could play against LeBron James' son and Don Cheadle's guys. Now, that's probably was my favorite part or the most entertaining part of the whole movie. You know, Bugs Bunny and LeBron going on this quest to get all these Looney Tunes characters back. Now, LeBron James is like, yo, let's go get Superman. Let's go get all the strongest, fastest, best characters in a Warner Brothers universe so that we can get my son back. Like, we have to win. And Bugs is just like bullshitting them the whole time. It's like, ah, we, I got my own team. So they got the whole Looney squad back together. Whereas in the first Space Jam, like Mike dropped out of the sky and the Looney Tune characters needed Mike. On the flip side, LeBron needs them. So that's the difference in this movie. You know, they needed Michael. They actually kidnapped Michael Jordan because they needed to win this game or they were going to be enslaved. <clears throat> Excuse me. I guess I told you I'm getting over these daycare germs still. All right. The original film scored a 44% on Rotten Tomatoes. Now, I'm not a Rotten Tomatoes guy. I really don't care about that because... Rotten Tomatoes to me does not define whether a movie is good or not. Uh, original film, 44%. This film, 33%. Audience score, 82%. Now, that 82% was probably all LeBron James followers. I'm telling you. But, that's the score from Rotten Tomatoes. In the game... It was almost like a cosplay because as you're walk, I mean, I'm about to say walking as you're looking at the movie, you are distracted. You can't help but be distracted by all the Warner Brother characters that's ever been in creation. But none of them are actually the actual characters. Now, this is the biggest like ball drop I think of the movie because if y'all using all this money millions of dollars for CGI all this crazy technology why not actually use the faces of the characters now I don't know if you know contract stuff with um the actors or you know I don't know lawsuits I don't know what it was but it just looked low budget and cheesy. Like, did everybody see it? Like, they had the it clown looking goofy. 
they had Dr. Freeze from Batman just looking pitiful. They had all these characters from like all these different Warner Brother movies like in the background. It was like Warner Brothers was trying to like do an ultimate flex like yeah this is all our like all these characters belong to us but I don't know if they was like trying to make fun of themselves I don't know what they were trying to accomplish but it looked like some giant cosplay that just went horribly wrong I'm like yo why didn't y'all just use the actual characters or if a lot of these movies is old CGI uh on a Schwarzenegger's head onto Dr. Freeze you know call all these people in for one day and just have them stand in like I don't know what happened in that scene and speaking about that scene they barely play any type of basketball in this movie so if you were a basketball fan you did not get basketball this was some NBA jam NBA street arcade bullshit now I get it they tied it in with the game but bruh again that might be the nostalgia in me the original Space Jam at least adhered to some basketball concept this movie had very little at all and it's like damn LeBron really couldn't show none of his LeBronness at all I mean they had it was one scene where this spider character scored like almost a thousand points by bouncing the ball off of LeBron James and just shooting it in and all these style points. But the movie kind of contradicts itself at the end because at the end of the uh, movie, in the final seconds, Don Cheadle does like some type of style play because you get style points in this game and then he like bangs on LeBron so I'm like alright he get posterized but they only counted as two points and I'm like yo I didn't see plays in this movie in this uh arcade style game where people are getting like more points for that cause it's not just two points three points in this movie I mean in this arcade game that his son made they're playing a game that his son created if I didn't say that before (coughs) Ah, excuse me so that didn't make any sense to me I'm like y'all aren't even sticking to the concept of this arcade game because that should have been more than a two pointer they tried to uh, also do mad references in this movie like uh you know kind of little callbacks to the old space jam and other movies they did have like the original monsters in there but you know that's about it you know i mean some stuff was like a little cool um they had michael jordan so there's a scene in the movie at halftime where somebody's like yo we found michael jordan and i already knew it was so predictable I already knew what was going to happen, dog. I knew it was going to be Michael B. Jordan. Because (laughs) why would they add the actual Michael Jordan in this movie? But, you know, it was supposed to be a chuckle. 
I, I'm sorry. I barely laugh. The only part in this movie that I think I smirked or like did a little <laughs> was when Porky Pig was doing his freestyle. That was probably the best part of the whole entire movie. The uh, freestyle battle in the game when Porky Pig was Pork Chopper or something, whatever his name was. He was freestyling and I don't know, they got like points for that or something. Freestyle battle. So that was probably the most creative, original thing that I saw in the movie that like actually made me laugh. But everything else, I, I really did not laugh during this movie, man. It was just like, ah, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I hope y'all, I hope y'all sticking with me through this review, man. It's it's painful, but man, it is what it is. I, I gotta give it to y'all, man. So those were just the things that I I didn't love about the movie, man. I just think for all the time that they had, as I said before, like they try to do so much that they just missed the mark. Whereas Space Jam 1, it was less is more. And I think why Space Jam, the original Space Jam, was just so much bigger and received more was because of everything that was surrounding outside of Space Jam. Like, y'all gotta remember, when this Space Jam came out, Michael Jordan still hadn't returned back to like basketball he was retired so in the movie space jam they used all of the stuff that was actually going on and incorporated it into the movie like when the looney tunes found michael jordan they found him on the golf course because when he wasn't playing basketball when he was retired he was playing baseball or shooting hole 18 holes when Michael Jordan got um, pulled to Looney Tune Land, he was reaching for the golf ball. So, you know, they tied in all the stuff about him, you know, being rusty, not playing ball. You know, they had the scene in there where I think Bugs and Daffy had to go to Michael Jordan's house and, like, still his North... Not still, but grab his North Carolina shoes and uh, North Carolina shorts. They had all that. Like, yo, the storyline and continuity in the original Space Jam was just much better. It was a much smoother flow. And Space Jam 2, it was just all over the place. It was just all over the place. And it's like, you try to follow it, but it was just like, I get it. Cool. I know what y'all trying to do, but... It is what it is. Like I said, and uh, Space Jam 1 just had the smoother flow. They used, like, real things that was going on with Michael Jordan and incorporated it. You know, the the concept of them stealing talent, that was so much better than uh, LeBron James' son just, like, scanning players and, you know, having them on the app, and that's what... Don Cheeto used to create them. Oh, I didn't even talk about um, the characters like the Goon Squad. They had no character depth or development. 
like the Monstars, like yo, when the Monstars came out, you hit them high, hit them high, hit them high. You hit them low, hit them low, hit them low. Yo, everybody remembers that. Like, people still be wearing Monstar jerseys to this day. Like, yo, you actually, they were actually, they were actual characters. So, when they became, like, the Monstars and actual, like, basketball players, it made the story even better because they had character development. Those, the Goon Squad, and this movie was just super rushed. Like, there was no background to any of these people. They just became, like, these monster creatures, I guess, out of nowhere. But the concept of, like, stealing the player's talent like the aliens did, and you had Sean Bradley, uh, Patrick Ewan, Charles Barkley, uh, Muggsy Bogues. Like, these, these characters actually had personality, and they were funny. You know, they had they stole the show almost and you know that was a great concept that was an original concept that they used in space jam whereas you know how the goon squad became the goon squad uh it sucked it sucked bottom line it it sucked it was whack but um i'm trying to see if i forgot anything man but, man, it's, overall, it was uh, just a better movie, man. I know <laughs> when Harry hear this, man, <laughs> he gonna go off. But I, I want to hear Harry's take on this, man. That's why I wish he was here so we could, like, just properly debate about this and go back and forth and y'all could have a nice little debate segment for today. But... Y'all gotta, y'all just gotta hear my take on it, but it is what it is, man. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Did you love the movie? Did you not love the movie? You know, let me know, man. Um, what I think they should have did with Malcolm D. Lee. LeBron James and those six other guys should have did with this movie is this. So there is a scene in the movie where LeBron James' friend, and this is back in his AAU days, I don't know, LeBron's like 12 years old. His friend gets like a Game Boy color and gives LeBron like his old gray Game Boy and it's a Bugs Bunny game. But, you know, LeBron James coach comes out to him and says, you know, LeBron, you got to focus. Video games are distractions. You got to you the best basketball player I've ever coached. If you do this, do that, yada, 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 yada. You could be the greatest basketball player that ever played, all that. So that's, you know, how basically fast forward, LeBron James, like, keeps shutting down his son's dreams of, you know, being a game designer, and he just wants his son to be the best basketball player like him, and the moral of the whole movie was, um, you know, just be you, do you, like Nike says, just do it, do you, but going back to LeBron James when he was 12, what I think they should have did, because they showed a whole LeBron James montage at the beginning of the movie, 
what they should have did was instead of having LeBron James throw out his Game Boy, they should have had LeBron James as like a 12-year-old get sucked into the Game Boy or have the Game Boy like come to life. Now, I'm just thinking out loud, so stick with me, stick with me. Because I'm thinking if he gets sucked into the video game at the 12-year-old, then I don't know, you can make him a grown adult. Again, I'm just throwing things at the creative wall right now. But LeBron James plays with the Looney Tunes and through playing with the Looney Tunes to do whatever, he ends up discovering his love for the game of basketball and becomes the person that we all know and love today. Now, I think that would have been a phenomenal idea and would have been a better story arc and concept that they could have used. You know, this 12-year-old LeBron James who is just learning about the game of basketball, who, you know, has this Game Boy. He's being told to, you know, leave games alone and, you know, focus only on one thing, that one thing could take care of your mom, take you out of Akron, yada, 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 yada. And Bugs Bunny, you know, sucks him into the video game and says, hey, LeBron, we need your help, yada, yada, yada. Come help save us. The aliens came back. We, we hear you're a pretty good basketball player. I'm reaching out to you because you were playing a video game. So, can you help us? You're going to be a good basketball player one day. Trust me. And he goes on and says, you know, I do love basketball. Thanks, Bugs. I'm going to go be the best high school player in the world. Get drafted, number one. Boom. Great movie. See, they should have had me in the writer's room, and this movie could have been bomb if they let me help write. But it is what it is, man. They had my boy Bill Murray in the uh, first Space Jam, too. See, that's what I'm saying, man. Less is more. But that's all I have. Yep, um, that's it. So, once again, man, what did y'all think, man? Did y'all, do you like the first Space Jam better or the second Space Jam better? Or if you did like Space Jam 2, what did you like about it? What did you not like about it? Do you agree with my honest review or do you disagree? If you disagree with what I said and the points I brought up, you know, please let me know so, you know, we can further this discussion and continue to have this and (laughs) find some common ground, I guess. (laughs) But thank y'all once again for tuning in for another week of 24 Hours from Greatness. As I said, stay safe out there because it's getting crazy. It's getting hectic in these streets. I hope they don't shut us back down again, man. Cali is back to wearing masks. I don't know why they told us to stop wearing masks in the first place, man. But, hey, man, CDC and Pelosi, they control everything. But if you laughed, smiled, had some deep thought, rubbed your chin, scratched your head. If you found this 
episode valuable. Please don't hesitate to share this with a friend, family member, colleague. Help us continue to grow and just keep creating great content. We appreciate your listenership, loyalty. Definitely we do. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Tune in next week once again for 24 Hours from Greatness. It's your boy KD. Much love. We out.